Are you in a place right now where you feel like your year is being robbed from you? Or you feel like this year is about to end up like all the rest of the years? Then in this video, we're going to help you go from a place of your year being stolen to a year of success. But before I get into my main points, I'm going to cover a few things that's going to help us lay the foundation so that we can better understand how we, even though we're in a halftime period, can ensure that we finish this year strong and have a full successful year. But right now, each and every one of us are in the halftime period. July 5th to about July 14th or so, this is a halftime period of reflection. And right now, some of us are going into this halftime period. Some of us, just like in a game of basketball, any kind of sport, some of us were up by 25. Some of us were tied at the half. And some of us were losing by 20 or so points. But either way, each person has to reflect because even if you're up by 25, you can still lose this game because our enemy is still active and endeavoring to rob us from this year. But I want you to take Take a time right now before we get started. I want you to envision where you want to see yourself at the end of this year. Take about 10 to about 30 seconds, and I want you to get it visualized and begin to see vividly where you desire to be December 31st of this year. Because when you begin to see where you desire to be, then my friend, you would ensure that you make certain changes. I have this formula that I put a lot of my clients do uh, through when I coach them. I talk about impact. See, right now, you got to envision a level of impact you want to have on someone's life. What about your children? What about your family? What about those people that you were called to impact? See, in order for you to ensure that you have an impactful year and have a year of success, then you're going to have to do. Here's the process. In order to impact your family and to ensure your children are set up generationally and to ensure that you find entrepreneurial and ministerial success God's way, you got to make sure that you understand that in order to impact and to have, you have to do. See, a lot of us right now, we have a big picture. We have a great vision and we endeavor to have success, but we're not willing to do what it takes. And in order for us to do what it takes to have what we desire to have and to impact our loved ones, we actually have to be. See, we're not human havings. We're not human doings. We're human beings. In order for us to actually impact our loved ones, impact our lives in a greater way, in order for us to have access to that, we actually have to do it. In order for us to do, we have to be. But before you can even become the person that do that does what needs to be done or to have what you desire to have or to impact the people that you want to impact, you have to believe. Right now, the enemy's objective is to steal this year from you again. Now, let's find some scriptures to give us some understanding so that we can really position ourselves to ensure that this year is not robbed from us. Because right now, we're still time on the clock. We still have a big chunk of year left, and we got to make sure that we uh, find success. John 10, 10 says this, the thief comes only. Stop there. The thief comes only. We have to understand that our enemy is a thief. Not only is he a liar, our enemy is a thief and he only comes to rob. He's not coming to lob. He's not coming to give you a job. He's coming to rob. It says the thief only comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and life more abundantly. So what we have to understand is that our enemy is coming to steal. And if we give opportunity for him to steal this year, he will steal this year. 
And when you understand that the enemy is going to surround things in your life to take from your life, then my friend, you will be on guard. You will maximize the moments. You will do whatever it takes to be present in the presence of God so that you can be a present to the people of God. And how many of us desire to be a present? Raise your hand with me. Put in the chat, I do. I desire to be a present. In order for you to be a present that is unwrapped in the present moment, then you got to be present in the presence of God where there's a fullness of joy. Gratitude and joy has a way of, 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 of maintaining and sustaining moments, right? And so it says that the thief comes only. He don't come to be a friend. These demons don't come to, to just pat you on the wrist. They come only to steal, kill, and destroy. They want to steal your time, kill your hope, and destroy the purposes that God wants you to function in this year. Let that settle in your spirit for a minute. Let that sit in your spirit for a minute that he's coming to steal. What has he stolen already? Between January and July 5th, what has the enemy stolen from you? Or whatever date that you're watching this, what has he stolen? See, what he has stolen is time. See, I tell people all the time, you spell time, L-I-F-E. When you begin to correlate and connect that time, it's spelled life, then you will see how you've been spending your life. He wants to steal your time. And then get you caught up in things that disappoints you or kills hope in God. And which would then, if you have no hope in God and your time is stolen, tangled in soul ties, stolen, tangled up in relationship that you shouldn't be in, then it, you're destroyed. And so when we understand that, then we'll take time to process and say, hey, what is a thief trying to steal from me? Because most of us, we've been stolen away so that our children will be stolen. Our opportunities are stolen and our years are stolen. But Jesus says, I came that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Jesus said, I came to do the opposite. I came to give you life. I came to give you a livingness about you. I came to give you an abundance. I came to give you an abundance of love, an abundance of joy, abundance of peace, an abundance of enlightenment. I've come to give you life and life more abundantly. It's the abundance of life present in the present moment that causes us to bring a level of activation mixed with motivation, inspiring a nation, putting us in a position where every moment is so maximized that the year can't help but be a success. Ephesians 5, 15 through 17 says, look carefully then how you walk. Not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of the time. Or you could say making the best use of your life. Because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. When you understand or take time to understand what the will of the Lord is, then you will function under his lordship for success. But it says, look carefully right now today. You have to look carefully at how you're walking. Get over how you walked. Who cares what happened between January and Ju July 5th or whatever time you're watching this? The Bible says we have to take initiative to look carefully at how we've been walking. Look carefully at how we've been worshiping. Look carefully at our attitudes. Look carefully at our love. Look carefully at our kindness. Look carefully at how we've been walking. Because when you take care to look carefully, then at how you walk, then you will find yourself wise. And then when you find yourself wise, you will find yourself making the best use of the time, 
even in the midst of trials and tribulations or evil days, because you treasure the will of God. So it's very important that we say, okay, right now in this halftime period, God is coaching us in, in the locker room saying, hey, look at how you've been walking. And that first half, that first quarter, you started off well. You was walking well. But then all of a sudden you, start, well, you started walking away from, from my gameplay. You started walking away from my game plan. Second quarter, you got, you got caught up in when I benched you. You got mad at me and I couldn't put you back in the game. But we need you out there in the field because you're one of our best players. But because you got caught up in walking the way you wanted to walk, and then when I put you on the bench for, for a quarter, and now you upset at halftime, fix your face, fix your, fix your feelings, right? So, so now you have the opportunity, we have the opportunity to look at how we are walking. Am I walking in alignment to God's original design? If not, I can't, I can't expect God to, to, to give me opportunity to be blessed in the second half. I can't get mad at God if I'm benched. But if I'm in this halftime period and I say, okay, God, uh, yes, I was benched the second quarter or, or I didn't start the first quarter well, but right now, God, I'm listening in this halftime period. I won't go missing in this halftime period. And God, I'm going to look carefully at how I'm walking individually, walking in, our, in my relationships, walking as an example of you, because God, I want to be able to activate moments. One thing about a game, one thing about a year, one moment can shift the whole gameplay. How many of us watched the basketball game, football game, or whatever game, and a team was down? I remember uh, when Tom Brady was down a few points, or when the Golden State Warriors were down by a few points. And all it took was a shift in halftime. All it took was a shift in the moment. All it took was a shift in the mindset. And the game was different. The game shift, the momentum shift, because a moment shift. And so when you begin to look carefully how you're walking right now, you can shift the whole trajectory of this year. Because right now, the reason why the year is where it is right now is because you're not near to God. Or you're not in fear of God, reverencing him somewhere. Something's not clear about where you are right now. Maybe you disappear. May some of us, we disappear. We just say, you know what? I give up. But either way, you have an opportunity to redeem this year. I don't care if you're watching us in November. This year can still be redeemed. If you can go and say, God, here's my life. Make it clean. Look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of time. So when you begin to say, hey, Right now, all of us can assess whether or not we're walking wise or unwise. And right now, you got to say, yeah, this beginning of the year, I haven't been walking wise. But right now, I'm going to start walking wise, right? It says, look carefully then at how you walk, not as the unwise, but as the wise, making the best use of the time. So right now, what is the best use of your time right now? The only way you're able to make a better use of your time is to make sure that you make time for God. Because if you're not making time with your commander in chief, if you're not making time to spend time with the one that's above time, that can show you how to operate within time to find success in time, then my friend, you're not going to make the best use of the time. And so the best use of your time is in the presence of God. It's being present in his presence, allowing gratitude and praise to be the, 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 uh, the, the, the initiator of your day. 
so that you will be in a constant state of praise and a constant state of worship. We're not talking about raising hands or shouting by a pew. I'm talking about worshiping him in spirit and in truth, authentic worship. We're talking about worship with my life, not my lips. God's ear has been closed to the worship of our lips because our life is screaming a, a, a non-worship a, a, a obscenities. And so when we understand, hey, man, I got to position my life to worship him in spirit and truth so I can be able to uh, maximize this year. Then you got to say, God, I got to draw near because these days are evil. Days can be evil, trials, tribulations, or just globally or nationally. But when you're making the best use of the time walking wise, my friend, you'll find success. Now, let's talk about five ways years are robbed from people. Five ways years are robbed from people. And I want you to think about if one of these things pertains to you. And they want to talk about four ways to ensure you finish this strong well and to make sure it's not robbed from hell. Right now, five ways years are robbed from people. Number one, procrastination. I wrote here, putting off important tasks and goals can delay progress and hinder personal growth, robbing you of the opportunity to achieve desired outcomes. Are you procrastinating? Are you putting off what needs to be put in today? Because putting off something one day can push what you want six years. Putting off something today can push what you desire six months, six years, 60 years. How many people have been putting off things for years and them not maximizing their current moment is not bringing their desired moment near, but is pushing it far away. Procrastination, man, is keeping a lot of us or, or is positioning us for our years to be robbed. So are you procrastinating? Are you procrastinating what God has placed in your in your belly to do, placed in your heart to do? Are you procrastinating because of insecurities? Number two, another way that years are robbed from people, the fear of failure. It says here, allowing fear to hold you back from taking risks and pursuing your dreams can prevent you from reaching your full potential, resulting in missed opportunities and unfilled aspirations. So we see that a lot of people, the reason why they're not, their year is being rough and because they are afraid to fail. But I, let me tell you something, my friend, in order to sell, you have to fail because it is in failure that you learn how to succeed. And so a lot of people right now, their year is rough for them because like, you know what? I'm afraid to try. I'm afraid to take Christ-centered, calculated risk. I'm afraid to be in the midst of what God wants me to be in. And so right now I'm afraid to fail. So I'm not going to sell. I'm going to sit on this harbor and then watch hell rob from me. Because I'm afraid. God says, receive my perfect love that will cast off for you all fear so that the things that you desire can appear and not disappear. Number three, lack of clarity and direction is robbing years from people. It says if you lack clarity about your goals and don't have a clear sense of direction, you may find yourself drifting through another year without purpose or fulfillment, wasting valuable time and potential. It is very important to be clear. We have to be clear and have clarity on what God wants to have. Because the Bible says many are the plans in a person's heart, but it's the purpose of the Lord that prevails. A lot of people, they make summer plans. They got plans for the fall, but they don't even know God's purpose for the, for the summer or fall. You have to say, God, I want to be clear about what you want. In order to be clear, I got to be near. In order to be clear, I got to have no fear. 
And in, in order to be clear, I have to I have to say, God, hey, I'm, I'm here to hear. I hear what you have to say. And, and a lot of people are just coasting through life, drifting through their with their emotions, drifting and just hoping to, 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 to hopefully have a successful year. You have to be clear. It says, <clears throat> if you lack clarity about your goals or God's goals, give me one second. It says here, if you lack clarity about your goals and don't have a clear sense of direction, you may find yourself drifting through another year without purpose or fulfillment, wasting valuable time and potential. You do not want this year to just come through and gone. And it, it's not a year of purpose and fulfillment. Another point, negative self-talk. Allowing negative self-talk and self-limiting beliefs to dominate your mindset can erode confidence hinder progress, and prevent you from pursuing your goals and dreams. So when you have negative self-talk or self-limiting beliefs that dominates your mindset, it will actually erode your confidence. It will hinder progress. You got to say, hey, I'm only going to speak positively. I'm only going to think positively. I'm going to think on things that are above. I'm going to think on things that are of God. I'm going I'm to speak those things because death and life are in the power of your tongue. And so if you speak in negative within your year, you can't help that your negative self-talk is giving the enemy legal rights to steal your year. Do you know the power of words and how and how close demons are to the legalities of life that they, they, they listen to what you say, even though you may have said it accidentally, words are still words. They still heard your words. And now they're actually saying, now we can bring herds of demons in to rob this person again. And so if we're not careful, then we're going to find ourselves robbed again. So negative self-talk and self-limiting beliefs when we allow them to dominate our mindset, can erode confidence, hinder progress, and prevent you or us from pursuing our goals and dreams. Last point, lack of prioritization. Failing to prioritize your time, energy, and resources effectively can result in focusing on trivial matters or getting caught up in distractions, ultimately robbing you of the opportunity to focus on what truly matters and make meaningful progress towards your goals. So we need to prioritize and say, hey, I got to make sure that my time is managed well, that my energy is managed well, that my resources are managed well, so I can effectively be effective. If not, we're just allowing the current news, we're allowing the current feed on our social media to cause us in and out of of different emotions and, and and now they're thinking for us and now we're feeling what they want us to feel and now we can't make deals to ensure that this year is not robbed. So five ways that years are robbed from us. Number one, procrastination. Number two, fear of failure. Number three, lack of clarity and direction. Number four, negative self-talk. And five, a lack of prioritization. And, and those things rob years from now. Let's talk about four ways to ensure you finish this year strong and to ensure that the enemy doesn't rob another year from us. Number one, we have to reflect and realign. Take the time to reflect on the first half of the year. Evaluate your progress, successes, and areas of improvement. 
Then we have to realign our goals and priorities with God's purpose for our lives. We have to seek his guidance and make necessary adjustments to set ourselves up for success in the second half. So in order for us um, to, to ensure that this year ain't robbed from us, no matter how bad the first half is, right now we're in halftime, the coach is coaching us. I'm just the assistant coach, but the coach, the Holy Ghost, is using me. I'm sitting right beside you on the bench. You know, the coach done already yelled. The coach done already wrote on the board. The coach done gave the decree to gave the play. The plan has been in the Bible since the beginning of the, when it was written. Right. But I'm sitting right beside you right now, giving you little words of encouragement. Hey, just making sure that I'm aligning what the my head coach is already saying. And now as an assistant coach, I'm like, hey, letting you know some things. And in order for us to ensure this year is not robbed, we have to reflect. So take the time to reflect on the first half of the year. Take time to say, OK, this is where I messed up. I knew I shouldn't have got involved with him. I knew I shouldn't have got involved with her. I knew I shouldn't have did this. I knew I shouldn't have did that. Right. Reflect and then realign. Evaluate your progress, successes, and areas of improvement. Evaluate those things. Be honest. Realign your goals and parties with God's purpose. I mean, we talked about many other plans in a man's heart, but it's the purpose of the Lord that prevails. So what we have to do is, in order for us to prevail and not have hell prevail in our lives, we have to say, okay, I got to find God's purpose for my life. I got to spend more time in prayer. I got to spend more time in his word. I got to spend more time in stillness. I got to start removing distractions. I got to start removing people. If not, then those will be the beacons or doorways by which the enemy robs our ears. How many of us got friends, got, got uh, uh, people in our lives that are open doors for the enemy to come through, to have us on the phone till two, to have us uh, wasting our weekends, and we wonder why we week before the next week or weekend by our week's end, because we're allowing these demonic spirits in through doorways of people that should never have been our friends, should have never been our lovers, should have never been in associated association with us. So we got to say, hey, I got to cut you off, fam, because you're being used by the enemy to rob years off my life. Or you got to look at yourself in the mirror and say, hey, you're the one causing this to happen. It says realign your goals and priorities with God's purpose for your life. Seek his guidance. Seek. Seek him, press, look for him. When you can't find your keys, you flipping cushions, you moving chairs, you're seeking. So what you're doing when you're seeking God, you're moving things out the way because those keys are important. And you think car keys are important in the moment where you need to get somewhere? The keys from God are important because they're the ones that unlock the different doors that the enemy has barricaded that's keeping you from having a successful year. So number one, we have to reflect and realign. Number two, we have to renew our mindset. Take control of your thoughts and cultivate a positive and faith-filled mindset. Replace self-limiting beliefs with God's promises and truth. We have to guard your, it says guard your mind against negativity. Guard. That means punch in the face. Like, no, you're not gaining interest. It says guard your mind against negativity, against doubt and fear. Embrace a mindset of abundance positivity, and unwavering belief in God's plan for your life. Be so assured that God has a plan for you that you're not easily wavered. wavered. Your renewed mindset will empower you. As your mind is renewed, that renewed mind empowers you to overcome challenges and approach the second half of the year with confidence and resilience. So the second way to ensure that you finish this year strong, that this year is not robbed from you, you have to renew your mind. We have to reflect and realign. Number three, we have to take action with faith. 
Trust in God's plan and step out in faith. It's not enough to have goals and dreams. A lot of us started this year. We woo, we got goals and dreams. I got goals and dreams. I got goals and dreams. You got goals and dreams. I got goals and dreams. You got goals and dreams. We over here rapping. Well, I got goals and dreams. You got goals and dreams. But goals and dreams, no action, are just dreams. It says it's not enough to have goals and dreams. You must take intentional action to bring them life. So we got to get in the word of God and see the patterns and the, and the, and the steps and the, and the perspectives and, and actually take step in those, right? It says, seek opportunities to serve, grow, and make a positive impact. Step out of your comfort zone and embrace new challenges with the spirit of faith and resentment. That's why I love the scripture in James. It says, count it all joy, my brothers. And so this is when you meet trials of various kinds. I love that. So spiritual mathematics is key to ensure that you have a successful year. You have to count it all joy because you know, you know something. So when you count something and count it all joy, then you know all these things I'm counting will be used for my good. It says count it all joys when you meet. Don't wait to count joy when you're in the middle of a trial. You have to already have joy when you meet a trial. Because you know that trials makes you versatile. It says, count it all joy when you meet trials of various kinds. That's why God allows various trials so we can be versatile. If I didn't go through the various trials that I went through, I would not be a versatile man. I would not be able to, to be a husband, a father, and a preacher at the same time. I won't, there would be no versatility in me because I didn't want to go through various trials. But it says, count it all joy when you go through or meet trials of various kinds, knowing this. That the testing of your faith, I tell people all the time, a faith that's not tested is a faith that cannot be trusted. I've been guilty of this where I used to preach scriptures as if as if I wrote them myself, but I never lived them myself. But the preacher's message after I went through the trial made the verse come alive. And now when I preach that verse that I've lived through, it's a different anointing to it because our God has brought me through it. But you know that your faith has to be tested because God can't trust the faith that he hasn't first tested. Knowing that the testing of your faith produces. So right now, the reason why our years are getting robbed because we're impulsive, we're impatient. We haven't gone through the trials of this year. That's why sometimes the coach lets you play. You ever heard players where they like the coach didn't call no timeout? They just let you play. And God's like, you looking for, you looking for a timeout? God said, keep playing through this. Keep playing through this trial. Keep keep going. I know we down by 10 points. I just want to see how you respond. So I did it because how you respond determines your responsibility. And so if you don't go through trials and, and, and you don't know how to respond to trials, then you can't handle responsibilities. If you can't respond to trials appropriately, then you won't be able to be able to be responsible in a way that we should in the different roles that we desire. So God is like, man, go to play through this, play through this. But God, they they bigger than us. They they better than us. Keep playing through it, because that faith that's being tested is a faith that I'm going to trust. Knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience, it produces poise. So the next time you on the court, nobody can rush you. You get to your spots. You got a pace about yourself. You patient because one thing that ensures that that positions are held well is if you have patience. So you have to be a patient to build patience. You have to be have surgery in order to have a, a understanding. Knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. And when patience has its full effect, you will be perfect. 
mean whole, you'll be complete and you lack it in nothing. God wants to get us to a place where we're operating in every year as if we lack nothing, completed in Christ, whole in God. Next point. So it says, take action, trust in God's plan and step out in faith. It's not enough to have goals and dreams. You must take intentional action to bring them to life. Seek opportunities to serve, grow, and make a positive impact. Step out of your comfort zone and embrace new challenges with the spirit of faith and resilience. Last but not least, we have to cultivate, in order to ensure this year is not robbed from us, we have to cultivate a grateful heart. Gratitude has the power, hear me. Gratitude has the power to transform your perspective and mindset. Take time each day to express gratitude for the blessing in your life, big or small. Develop an attitude of gratitude and shift your focus from what's lacking to the abundance of God's goodness. A grateful heart sets the foundation for a successful and fulfilling second half of the year. The enemies after your gratitude, because if he has your gratitude, he has your attitude. If he has your attitude, he determines your altitude. So right now we got no matter what it looks like, we in a we in a locker room right now. We don't got hype that don't play our theme song. We're about to go out there in the second half. But we got to be grateful that we have the opportunity to play. We have to have we have to be grateful that we have the opportunity of life. We have to be grateful. Hey, I have an opportunity to shift this. I have an opportunity to, to do, double this, develop this, embolden this. I have an opportunity to shift my year. Shall we sit here till we die? No, we have to get up and say, we will possess this land. This year will not be robbed from me because this year is robbed from me. That means he's robbed from my family because right now your daughter needs you to be present. Right now your son needs you to be present. Right now you need to be in the present moment. We have to be in the present moment. So put in the chat, I will be present. Because when you're present, you become a present. And when you're present in the presence of God, then, man, you start activating different things. And you begin to have clarity. You begin to have guidance. You begin to uh, realign. You begin to take action emboldened by faith. And you begin to allow gratitude to make the enemy retreat. Because the Bible says he inhabits the praises of his people. So right now, what you want to do when we go through this tunnel? And we get back on that field and we get ready to play that in the second half. What mindset will you have? Are you ready to shift? Do you believe that this year can be redeemed for you? Or are you just going to let the enemy steal from you? If you're in a place right now after this video, you are in, you are inspired. This message resonated with you deeply. Then my friend, I have something I believe will be a blessing to you. I have a five-day free challenge starting next week. And this challenge we're going is called the uh, I Will Fulfill. It is the mid-year momentum challenge. That's right. It is the mid-year momentum challenge. All week this week, I'm going to give you messages that will get you prepared for the challenge. It's free. But if you need a little bit more assistance and you need a little bit more support, then there's also paid tiers. But my friend, if you want to get to a place where you're in position with the tools and resources you need, ultimately with the mindset and the gratitude of voice that you want to make sure that you step out in that second half with, then join me on Monday. We start Monday, July 10th. It's from Monday, July 10th through uh, Friday, July 14th. And we're going to help you get from a place of of year being stolen to a year of success. If that resonates with you, you're like, hey, man, I want to be a part of that. Then make sure you check out on the link in the description box below, link in the chat right now, or wherever you're watching or listening, there's a link there. Or you can just simply go to my website, mycoachjosh.com forward slash momentum. Go ahead and sign up. 
register. We start Monday. And so I'm excited about it. And if that pertains to you and you want to be a part of that, go ahead and sign up today. I look forward to serving you next week. We're going to be on Zoom. We're going to be working together and we're going to we're going to get we're going to get busy. There's a workshop format. We're going to work. We're going to make sure that you are ready and equipped to go into that next second half, ready to hoop, ready to play and ready to be on the offense and not always on the defensive side. And so that's you. Check out that link. I pray it's a blessing to you. I look forward to serving you all. Share with someone. Also, there's areas if you do want a paid tier, if you do want more support on the paid tier, the first paid tier is you get a part of a live Q&A afterwards. You also get a workbook and extra worksheets. If you want that top tier, you actually get a one-on-one coaching call with me where I'll be able to look and assess all the work you did in that whole week and really give you that personalized instructional um, support that you need. Also, you get a merch box. You get a shirt like this or a hoodie or both uh, of that nature. Um, but most importantly, what you're going to get is a renewed mind, a refreshed outlook, and a rejuvenated spirit of purpose, pursuing it at a high level, ensuring that your week is uh, that your year is a year of success, no matter how much of it has been stolen so far. And so, check out that link. Also, if you uh, bring people into the program, you also get some, you also get paid. So if you if people buy tickets from you at the 97 level, at the higher or whatever level, then you actually get 25 percent for every ticket that you share for people. But everyone can be a part of a free. It's because I, I care about you guys getting information on the tools, and resources you need. So I pray this mess was a blessing to you. Hope you got something out of it. I, it blessed me. And, and, and no matter how much this year has been stolen so far. There's still time on the clock, my friend, and God knows how to redeem the time if you take the time to allow him to renew your mind. So let's see if I have any questions. If not, I'm going to go ahead and go. I love y'all. Um, y'all be blessed. Um, I'll be doing more videos. I, I didn't know. I didn't realize I've been gone for eight days. Man, I haven't done a live in eight days. But I got to get on Instagram. I just saw I forgot that. I'm going to get on Instagram. Love y'all. Y'all be blessed. Catch y'all next time. Peace.